Welcome back to Camden Cast, your unofficial Baltimore Orioles fan podcast from CamdenChat.com. I'm your host, Mark Brown. I'm Eat More SK on Camden Chat. It is actually the early morning hours of August the 9th, 2012, as we are recording this breaking news podcast episode. First time in our, our Camden Cast it's a history. Special bonus. Special cast. bonus Camden Cast coverage of, uh, as I'm sure you've heard by now, the Orioles are planning to call up Manny Machado right from Double A Bowie, and possibly will have him starting in Thursday's game against the Royals, and perhaps for the rest of the season. So, I'm joined as always by my podcasting partner in crime, Andrew Gibson. Andrew, what do we think? I don't know. I haven't had time to figure out what I think yet. Yeah, pretty much. I was out at the uh, Iron Picks game. I only saw the news because I checked Twitter real quick before I was going to jump in bed. And that was like two minutes ago. So, you know, I have no idea, basically. Yeah, this really caught us by surprise because it wasn't like, of course, if you think back, the last highly touted position player prospect getting called up. You had Matt Wieters uh, with Andy McPhail announcing it on the Masson broadcast on a Tuesday when they were calling him up for a Friday. It is a little odd to announce this at like 11:45 or whatever. And, and the the uh, press release the Orioles sent out didn't even say that they were that they had already made the move. It's Orioles plan to select contract of infielder Manny Machado for tomorrow night's game, which is the first time I've ever seen them send out a press release saying, "Oh yeah, we're going to do this." Oh, that's but, that's semantics. Yeah, I mean, right? I guess they haven't settled on all the corresponding roster moves or whatever. Which yeah, exactly, exactly. The uh, the writers on Twitter were probably were saying probably Miguel Sokolovich will be sent down and Brian Roberts will get 60 day disabled listed, and uh, that clears 25 and 40 man space and Machado could find himself in the starting lineup tomorrow, and it looks like he's going to play third base initially, although. The Orioles still see him as a shortstop long-term. And Andrew, obviously we've, well, I've been a little disappointed with the efforts at third base. Well, not, I shouldn't say efforts, because I, I can't judge whether what level effort he's giving. The results of Wilson Betamete at third base, and lately uh, Robert Andino occasionally platooning against a lefty at third base. Because Betamete can't field, like, at all. And uh, Andino is just... Well, he's nowhere near the, uh, the the hitter that Machado possibly is right now, and certainly the hitter that we hope Machado will be. Well, we really have no idea, right? Yeah, we. I mean, I don't know. About where he is right now. I, I guess the question is, do the Orioles have an idea? Well, you you certainly hope so, right? Yeah. So one of the, um, one of the things they highlighted in the press release is that uh, he's in the 91 at-bats since the double-A All-Star break. Machado is batting 275 with a 365 on base percentage and a 505 slugging percentage. So, small sample size, of course. But and it's in double A. And it's Bowie. in double A Bowie. It's a big step between double A and the majors. So, I mean, you have to. And, I mean, we've seen so many prospects come up, and, you know, they don't all turn into Mike Trout and. And Bryce Harper right, right away. Right, right. They don't. And, uh, and, and in it fact, does, they never get to them if they're Orioles prospects. It does a really great disservice to them and to, to us to overhype them and expect them to, to be an MVP rookie of the year right out of the chute. 
because those types of guys just don't come around that often. So then you end up with things like, you know, general disappointment in the way Matt Readers has developed offensively. Yes, for sure. Which is totally not fair because he's a pretty good hitting catcher. You know, just these things take time. Um, the major leagues, you need to make adjustments to, to sit, find long-lasting success here. And, and that's the real goal. So, you know, uh, Manny Machado coming up for two months. Who the heck knows? There's so many different things that could happen. Right, it's so, it's, I mean, the Orioles played, what, game 111 tonight? So there's 50 games left. 51, whatever. 51. 51 games left. Anything could happen in 51 games. Anything could happen. Well, I meant more specifically with Machado. Yeah. Anything could happen with him. He's very much an unknown quantity. We know that he's a very good prospect, but those guys don't always work out, and they definitely don't always work out right away. I mean, he could go he could go like 0 for 30, or he could hit two home runs off Will Smith tomorrow, because that's the Kansas City pitcher. He's actually named Will Smith, and uh, that's fine. I'm sure uh, there will be many jokes made about. Sort I'm sure of, you you've got your Fresh Prince puns all lined up oh i don't know i don't know andrew i think i'd be more likely to go with men in black or uh wild wild west yeah when i roll into the wild wild west oh my (laughs) god why do i even know that song the 90s never really left me andrew uh perhaps i never really left the 90s did you ever call up Carson Daly? No. Asking that music video no, would be played? I never called up Carson Daly, although my sister and I did uh, watch that show when we got home from school. Uh, one thing I feel pretty confident in saying with this Machado thing is it is going to be a big upgrade uh, defensively. Andrew, that's the, that's got to be the biggest thing. I mean, I, I got it. I feel pretty confident about that, and that honestly, it has a lot less to do with Machado. A lot more to do with Betamine. Right. Uh, I I didn't watch the I didn't watch the game tonight, but was Betamine particularly uh, aggressively bad? Or well, he was yesterday. I I am aware. So, of so I mean, I I, I, I don't uh, know that they panicked from watching Betamine tonight. I think they just you know whatever they decided. Maybe they'd been thinking about it for a while, and it was time to pull the trigger. I don't know. It is possible that they saw. Um, the, the middle game of the Seattle series uh, and just said, like, we cannot keep running Wilson Betamine out there at third base. Yeah, that 14-minute marathon away. game, he really had some horrible stuff out there. He probably could have ended up with two errors, although he only had one, and there were at least two plays where it was like, you know, Mm-hmm. You, you, like you said on the last podcast, oh, I know. The, his range is as far as he can fall over, and like he didn't even fall over on a couple of those balls, so it wasn't even like his range was as far as he could fall over, because because he didn't even fall over to do that. It was it was just bad. So I mean, yeah, Manny Machado at third base has got to be got to be better defensively than Betamine. So really, the, and, the question mark is his bat, and who knows? Nobody knows. Uh, well, having a guy that you want to play every day at third base, who can play third base, uh, it does give you a lot more uh, good options. Like, now you can platoon Betamine, so he never sees any lefties. Yeah. Um, 
you can, can have what you can have a Betamy Chris Davis platoon at D. Right, or uh, like Betamy Davis Reynolds and work in Weeders, like shuffling in and out of first base yeah. and DH and catcher, so that everybody's only seeing the platoon side that works for them. And, and everybody has a platoon split. And Andino can be the super utility guy that he was probably always meant to be since right. Ryan Flaherty's on the disabled list. I mean, this still only works if Machado plays respectably, and that is far from a given, but there's a lot of upside to that move. Yeah, I mean, it could help the Orioles get to wherever they're going to end up going in, uh, you know, in the last two months of the season. And I don't know that I mean, I guess uh, certainly there's risk of long term and like on top of just whether it hurts his development, there's the question of, well, how much does this affect his contract situation and whatever? And I mean, Andrew, you know, I don't want to mortgage everything to go all in on 2012, but it's pretty hard to care about 2019 right now, you know? Yeah, I, I mean, I get it. I get that. You want to go for it. And, you know, the Orioles, they're sort of kind of in the division race. Kind of, not really. Right, the Yankees would have to keep stumbling and the Orioles would have to keep being hot, which... The Orioles are, what, five games back? Four and a half. In the loss column right now. Yeah, it is five in the loss column. And the Yankees are just, they're a much better team than the Orioles. So... That's a really tough race for the Orioles to, to be in. And then you want to see him go for the coin flip game. But at the same time, it's like, like, don't, you know, screw around going for the coin flip game. Well, Andrew, like, you know what? It's better to call up Manny Machado and have him try and help the Orioles get into the playoffs than to trade Manny Machado for a rental to help the Orioles get into the playoffs. Yeah, that's, that's true. Uh, that's true. That's, that is very I think we true. We can all agree on that. Um, so I, I I understand if you're upset uh, that it it looks like they're they're somewhat mortgaging their future or like making knee jerk reactions in an attempt to to get into a, a playoff game. That's just not a good setup for them. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, I mean. There's, there's no way of knowing exactly how ready he is and how ready he isn't. And you just have to trust that they know what they're doing. Yeah, and Andrew, I know one thing we all, have, we all have to get used to this. The Orioles are not going to fail forever. They just won't. Eventually, they will stop failing. And uh, possibly they have stopped failing already, and we just, we just haven't come to accept that yet. And, uh, well... How this Manny Machado thing turns out will be well go a long way to uh, getting the panic off a little bit, maybe because it really just it on the first glance it just feels like that oh my god panic except it's not because they're not like with like Zach Britton last year and we argued about it on this podcast it was like well don't worry we're gonna send him down for three weeks and then all of a sudden Brian McMattis had the intercostal strain oh now here's Zach Britton making his major league debut. Right. I mean, did that hurt Zach Britton? Who knows? Who who knows? Yeah, this, and this Zach Britton old... isn't Manny Machado anyway, so you can't say just right. because this happened to Zach Britton, blah, with all these other guys, you know, that doesn't mean anything for Manny Machado, because Manny Machado is his own guy. He's followed his own path to get here. 
this does feel a lot more like they're promoting Machado on on the basis of what Machado's done yes. and not they're promoting him because suddenly they have a need. Suddenly there's a hole and they grasp and they're like, well, let's throw him in there and see, you know, what he can do. So, that's, who knows? Like I said, and we can just keep circling around this all night. There's just so many different directions this can go. Um, And, you know, I just hope that the Orioles aren't on the verge of uh, starting to fade away again. And then they call up Machado and, you know, he gets caught up in that. Well, Andrew, they've won their last five games, so they're not fading as we speak. But, of course, that could change starting tomorrow. Sure. Well, right. And that's just what I mean. You know, it's irrelevant whether I think that that's going to happen or not. But it is still a possibility. Yes. And I hope that they don't begin to fade and then, you know, it's a it's a negative experience. Right, and then they start, like, jerking him around and send him back down or whatever. Yeah, especially if he doesn't start hitting and they start losing and, right. The, it, it, there's definitely a lot of risk here. And, you know, you just have to keep a cool head and, and understand the, the context of what's happening and understand that he isn't necessarily going to succeed right away, but he, he could be a real asset down the stretch here. So fingers crossed. Manny Machado, 20 years old. He could join that, uh, well, no, that would be getting crazy expectations. But he, hopefully he can come close to holding his own. Because if he can do that, then he's definitely going to be better than what we've seen at third base for the Orioles really all season. Since even when Mark Reynolds was over there, well, he's not really hitting super awesome this year. Uh, so, you know, better meet, whatever, probably league average bat, but really, really bad defensively. Robert Andino holds his own defensively, but a bat isn't a third base bat. If if there is such a thing as a third base bat, of course, the Orioles would like to have a good bat there, though. Well, they like to have good bats everywhere. But. Well, one, one last thought. Uh... I have not seen anything at all about this, but why move Machado to third and not J.J. Hardy to third? Yeah, I don't know. Probably they haven't had time to unpack that yet. But it's like probably that moving the veteran in the middle of the season is just one of those things you don't do. Or maybe they're happy with J.J. Hardy at shortstop, so, and third base is where they have the uh, problem, so why not put Machado there? I mean, it sounds like they're pretty happy with Machado's defense at short. Just like just a quick Twitter rundown. Here's Kevin Goldstein. He says, yes, Manny Machado has officially played just two games at third base. He's also been working out there constantly, in capital letters, constantly of late. And the Rocky Vodka says, Mac Machado homered tonight for Bowie, crushed a changeup. People I've talked to, of course, Rock is probably talking to people in the Orioles, but still, say that he will adapt to the majors and third base with little problem. So, hey, there you go. And I think maybe even Keith Law had something nice to say if he's reacted yet. I don't know. But it's uh, it's going to be interesting. John Heyman, Miami product and A-Rod disciple. Yeah, of course. Big tools, great hitter, thrower, and glove, speed average. Well, if he was that right now, that would be great. But he probably won't be. But he'll be something. And maybe that something will be good. I don't know. Um, Baseball America's Ben Badler, who 
is a very, very good scout-type writer. If uh, anybody out there is looking for more of the uh, Keith Law, Kevin Goldstein, uh, Jim Callis-type writers, um, he wrote a little post and just linked to it on Twitter, and uh, here's the gist of it. There's plenty to be excited about with Machado, the number nine prospect in baseball. He's a potential all-star learns future plus grades for both his hit tool and his power from scouts. He may end up outgrowing shortstop as he continues to fill out, but he has the tools to handle the position for now. Still, the decision to bring Machado to Baltimore is surprising, and it's fair to wonder what kind of immediate impact he can have considering he hasn't dominated the Eastern League for more than a brief stretch. Uh, the ceiling here is still a future star, but the immediate expectations just have to be tempered. Yeah. And that's that's the gist of it. Yeah, and that's fair. Just yeah, so I you mean, know, that, that nobody do, nobody exactly out there right. goes starting Manny Machado facts. My old college buddies don't don't do yeah. that. Right. And uh, but, you know, all yeah. all we need is something resembling holding his own, and then whatever his defensive potential is, it it just has to be better than Wilson Betamit. It can't be worse. <laughs> you would be very hard pressed. It would be hard, be hard, be hard, hard to be worse than Betamine or Reynolds or Chris Davis. Teams. Yeah. So, well, I don't know. Have we talked ourselves into into thinking this could be good? I guess we kind of have. But well, it, it could be good. It could be bad. We'll see. It's it is very very interesting that it's they very tried this. It's I'm weird. actually sorry. I, I have to go to the minor league game again tomorrow. I don't get to watch this. Yeah, I am uh, I am clearing my calendar to be there. There was already going to be a Camden chat gathering for Wei and Shen t-shirt night, and uh, now it's going to be Happy Machado Miss. Hopefully it'll be Happy Machado Miss. Maybe he can give us a rainbow like uh, Matt Weider's <laughs> debut. One of my favorite moments. Takes the field, rainbow over the warehouse. <laughs> Actually, I'd rather it not rain at all, so that would mean no rainbow. But maybe Manny Machado will do something good. So if you can get there, you should be there, because I think it will be pretty interesting to see. You should go. Whatever's going to happen. What's wrong with you? Whatever's going to happen the rest of the year, I guess we'll find out. And uh, Obviously, Andrew and I will have a lot to say uh, about the Manny Machado era as it plays on, but that's all for our, our breaking news podcast. So remember, you can follow Andrew at Gibson Andrew. I am at Eatmore, S-K-E-S-S-K-A-Y, just like the hot dogs, because you can taste the difference quality makes. Hit Camden Chat. CamdenChat.com is the epicenter of all awesome, well, not all awesome, but most cool awesome Orioles discussion. Join in. It's a lot of fun, especially watching games with us. Uh, Facebook.com slash CamdenChat. You can like us, and occasionally there's stuff on there. Twitter is at Camden Chat. I think that's everything. Andrew, it's been a pleasure. Yeah. And Orioles fans, Orioles fans it is an exciting time. Hopefully it continues to be exciting. I, I, I really don't even know how to process this wild card thing continuing to be the case. And, uh, man, I don't know. It's good times in Baltimore, and hopefully they keep going. So that's all we've got for tonight. For Andrew Gibson, I am Mark Brown. We're bringing you Camden Cast. This is Birdland, and we are out.